Novell Open Audio brings you BrainShare from the Tech Lab. One of the things a lot of people don't know about is that the Linux desktop, uh, the Linux client is showing up in a lot of different form factors. It's not just about office workers. It's not just about uh, productivity workers and things like that in the, in the workplace. It's showing up in a lot of different areas. And we've got Jim Wickhock and we've got uh, Court Outerkirk with us right now in the tech lab doing some demos on a couple different form factors for Linux. Uh, and guys, what, what, what are you guys showing off here in the tech lab? Uh, two things. One is our point of service uh, application, which uh, is main, which we built with IBM that was built for specifically retail customers. When they have, uh, um, uh, uh, when they have, when, when they want to go to the uh, the point of service where a customer will buy something at the store, they want to be able to put uh, out there a single function, single purpose kind of workstation that the checker, who is not. Uh, um, you know, accustomed to doing a lot of uh, knowledge working and things like that, just they can select uh, the, the the menu items or things in which they want to pull off, and uh, and just have a single purpose for that for that system. On the thin client side, that is basic, basically for healthcare services, manufacturing, for um, other applications su such as that, where it it as well is a single purpose, single, single kind of function, thin client solution. Uh, banking uses this extensively for their 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 uh, tellers and things like that. So those are the two applications which we're showing right now. Okay. And when we talk about the uh, when we talk about this point of service thing, is it mainly just cash registers? Are there other form factors uh, on what kind of things it can be used for, or is it or is it just the sales counter? Uh, the sales counter is the most common, but we've got a lot of different places we've got these. I mean, we've got companies that have these on their manufacturing floor. We've got kiosks in universities and labs in universities, even in uh, elementary schools where they've got workstations for their students to work on. Is it, perhaps for a person who travels a lot, like I, I get on planes every once in a while, is, is this also the kind of form factor that we see like when we do the automated check-in at the, at the desk uh, at the airport and that kind of thing as well? Exactly, and we even have companies in train stations in Germany you know, that do this kind of thing also. Okay, great, great. Delta, Delta Airlines, uh, you, you, if you've ever used Delta Airlines before, they have the kiosks out in front, and those are the kind of uh, machines in which we, we put stuff on. That particular form factor is what yeah. Linux can do then. That's huh? correct. Okay, and, and as far as thin client goes, Court, um, let's talk about what uh, what a thin client means. What kind of hardware are we actually talking about that makes it thin? We have a, uh, a WISE computer uh, right here that's running in, I believe it's 128 megabytes uh, memory. It has no hard drive. It has no fan in it. There's no moving parts in it at all. And uh, basically, so I can just throw it off the counter right now, right? That's correct. All it's right. very it's very small. <laughs> okay, and and what's it boot from? If it doesn't have a hard drive, where's where's it getting its uh, where's it getting its operating system? It does a pixie boot across the internet to a branch server, and uh, downloads the image that is appropriate for that specific piece of hardware, and boots from uh, the uh, uh, the server that's across the net. Oh wow! Okay, so then you don't have the, as many parts to break inside the machine, but it sounds like also you don't have that whole operating system got corrupted thing that can happen on an individual machine with a hard drive that it's uh, booting that's, from. That's correct. And we also lock down the, uh, the workstation as well so that users that walk up, they can't get into it, they can't get out of the application. It is fixed function so that they, so it doesn't get corrupted. Now, Windows can do these same kind of things, right? So why would somebody go with a Linux machine? Why, would, why wouldn't somebody just stick with... Uh, Windows, since that's what everybody knows, apparently. 
you ever heard about viruses, things like that, that uh, Windows machines are particularly susceptible to. And so those kind of corruptions, those kind of Trojan horses or viruses and things like that is one, is one purpose. Another purpose is, is, is uh, we can create a very small image uh, that can go into one of these machines and uh, boot across the boot across the net as well, and cost as well. Okay, so you got you got cost is your third thing you guys are mentioning though. You got resilience is one of the things resilience to various types of things like viruses, attacks, whatever. And you, it, and then also, what was the third one on that? Um, I'm a bad I'm a bad person at summarizing. Windows is notorious for how much hardware power they actually need to run anything, and we can run a lot more stuff on small. Uh, so you got lighter weight. One of the stuff. boxes we've got over here is a machine that was like five years old. It was sitting in the surplus area. The hard drive was broken. We just brought it out and stuck a CD-ROM in it, and now it's got a couple more years of utility. Oh, awesome. Great, great. Yeah. Guys, thanks very much for your time. Thanks for the quick overview. You bet. Thanks, Ted.